didn't really think about how to start this. Um, so yes, I'm going to read you a bedtime story. <gasps> Literally a bedtime story, because as soon as this recording is over, I'm going to bed, because <laughs> I'm an old. <laughs> uh, welcome to a very special Afternoonified bonus episode that's not very special, because we're going to do these regularly. Surprise! I have been working on my quiet, calming voice. You might actually put me to sleep. This is very soothing. I don't know. The story is kind of weird. <laughs> what are you reading me tonight? I will be reading from uh, Grimm's Complete Fairy Tales. Ooh. It These is are the old-timey messed-up versions, right? Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, from a book that, not even shitting you, looks like a Bible. <sighs> Take a picture. We'll put it on the Instagram. Definitely will. Uh, today we'll be reading the story of One Eye, Two Eyes, and Three Eyes. I hate as it. suggested by resident Canadian Sadie. She almost had me read you Rapunzel, but... Sadie made the right choice. <laughs> Generally she does, yes. Except hanging out with us. I mean, yeah. All right. This is about six pages long, but hopefully it will go pretty fast, as this is a mini-sode. I, I really love your reading voice. Can you just talk like this all the time? No, because so it will ruin the, it'll ruin the vibe of the podcast, because I can't say stuff like flaming buttholes in this tone and be taken seriously. I disagree. <laughs> tell me the this story. Is my, this is my masterpiece theater voice. <laughs> this is my Catherine O'Hara in Beetlejuice voice. <laughs> For real, it is. Uh, <laughs> all right. There once was a woman who had three daughters, the eldest of whom was called One Eye because she had only one eye in the middle of her forehead. Cool. And the second, Two Eyes, because she had two eyes, like other folks. <laughs> so and just the, like a regular person. And the youngest, Three Eyes, because she had three eyes and her third eye was also in the center of her forehead. However, as two eyes saw just as other human beings did, her sisters and her mother could not endure her. They said to her, You with your two eyes are no better than the common people. You do not belong to us. <laughs> Rude. I was going to say, that's real mean. They pushed her about and threw old clothes to her and gave her nothing to eat but what they left and did everything that they could to make her unhappy. It came to pass that two eyes had to go out into the fields and tend the goat but she was still quite hungry because her sisters had given her so little to eat. So she sat down on a ridge and began to weep, so bitterly that two streams ran down from her eyes. I mean, how can you cry when you're hanging out with a goat? <laughs> Probably the starvation and familial, familial abuse, but <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> I'm just the narrator. <laughs> And once when she looked up in her grief, a woman was standing beside her who said, Why are you weeping, little two eyes? Weird thing to call someone, but... I was gonna... Okay. I don't know, maybe she had a name tag. <laughs> Hello, my name is... I also don't know what the societal norm was in this community, so... So maybe that was just what you called people that you didn't know. You yeah. Counted their eyes and then... <laughs> Two eyes answered, I have not reason to weep when I have two eyes like other people, and my sisters and mother hate me for it and push me from one corner to another, throw old clothes at me and give me nothing to eat but the scraps they leave. Today they have given me so little that I am still quite hungry. Then the wise woman said, Wipe away your tears, two eyes, and I will tell you something to stop your ever suffering from hunger again. Just say Taika to Taika Waititi is directing Thor 4. <laughs> 
<laughs> They're bringing back new coke. <laughs> I will tell you something to stop you ever suffering from hunger again. Just say to your goat, bleat, my little goat, bleat. Cover the table with something to eat. And then a well, a clean, well-spread little table will stand before you with the most delicious food upon it, of which you may eat as much as you like. And when you've had enough and have no more need of it, uh, no more need of the little table, just say, bleat, bleat, my little goat, I pray, and take the table quite away. And then it will vanish from your sight. When the wise woman departed, uh, big reach calling her wise, she, whatever. Uh, when the wise woman- I mean, those rhymes are pretty good. <laughs> Then the wise woman departed, but two eyes thought, I must instantly try and see if what she said is true, for I am far too hungry. And she said, bleat, bleat, my little goat. No, bleat, my little goat, bleat. Cover the table with something to eat. And scarcely had she spoken the words than the little... <clears throat> can't read. And scarcely had she spoken the words than a little table, covered with a white cloth, was standing there, and on it was a plate with a knife and fork and a silver spoon, and the most delicious food was there also, warm and smoking, as if it had just come out of the kitchen. Probably shouldn't be smoking. I was going to say, if your food is smoking, I think you burned it. Steaming, maybe. Mm. Whatever. Maybe it was ribs. I don't know. Caught some char on them. Then Two Eyes said the shortest prayer she knew. Lord God, be with us always. Amen. <laughs> and helped herself to this some is food. relatable. <laughs> and helped herself to some food and enjoyed it. And when she was satisfied, she said, as the wise woman had taught her, Bleat, bleat, my little goat, I pray, and take the table quite away. And immediately the little table and everything on it was gone again. That is del a delightful way of keeping house, thought Two Eyes, and was quite glad and happy. In the evening when she went home with her goat, she found a small earthenware dish with some food, which her sisters had set ready for her, but she did not touch it. Next day, she again went out with her goat and left the few bits of broken bread which had already been handed to her lying untouched. <laughs> Just had to stop to have a vodka burp. <laughs> Just like real bedtime stories. <laughs> The first and second time that she did this, her sisters did not remark it at all, but as it happened every time they did observe it, and said, There is something wrong about Two Eyes. She always leaves her food untasted, and she used to eat everything up that was given to her. She must have discover discovered other ways of getting food. Big words calling someone wrong when you have four Three eyes between eyes. you. <clears throat> I guess you would have four eyes between you even if you were normal, but whatever. <laughs> Not in the right proportion. <laughs> in order that they might learn the truth, they resolved to send one eye with two eyes when she went to drive her goat to pasture, to observe what two eyes did when she was there, and whether anyone brought her anything to eat and drink. I'm just going to say this now. The Grimm brothers were very fond of run-on sentences. Sounds like. So when two eyes set out the next time, one eye said, went to her and said, I will go with you to the pasture and see that the goat is well taken care of and driven where there is food. But Two Eyes knew what was in One Eye's mind and drove the goat into high grass and said, Come, One Eye, we will sit down and I will sing something to you. One Eye sat down and was tired with the unaccustomed walk and the heat of the sun, and Two Eyes sang constantly, One Eye, are you awake? One Eye, are you asleep? <laughs> That's a dumb song. I'm guessing she doesn't have much of an education. Probably not. Until One Eye shut her one eye. <laughs> I don't until, know why that's funny. 
until one eye shut her one eye and fell asleep and as soon as two eyes saw that one eye was fast asleep and could discover nothing she said bleat my little goat bleat cover the table with something to eat and she seated herself at her table and ate and drank until she was satisfied and then again she cried bleat my little bleat bleat my little goat i pray and take the table quite away and in an instant it was all gone it's the quite away that's so charming yes it's very folksy i love it oh you're not gonna like later in the story oh no no Two eyes now awakened one eye and said, One eye, you want to take care of the goat and go to sleep while you are doing it, and in the meantime the goat might run all over the world. Come, let us go home again. Giving that goat a lot of credit. <laughs> Say a little shade there. This goat's like, this doesn't even concern me. <laughs> <sighs> so they went home, and again two eyes let her little dish stand untouched, and one eye could not tell her mother why she would not eat it, and to excuse herself said, I fell asleep when I was out. You know, like is an excuse. I was to say, that doesn't make it better. <laughs> Next day, the mother said to Three Eyes, This time you shall go and observe. If t observe if Two Eyes eats anything when she is out, and if anyone fetches her food and drink, for she must eat and drink in secret. So Three Eyes went to Two Eyes and said, I will go with you and see if the goat is taken proper care of and driven where there is food. You know, why doesn't Two Eyes just eat the goddamn food? Like, I get that she doesn't need to. And it's disgusting, but if it gets your family off your back, I guess there would be a story in this book. Continue. Yeah, it, I mean, we would have been done on, like, page three, and this goes for six pages, so you do the math. It's a mini-sode, not a lame-a-sode. <laughs> so Three Eyes went to Two Eyes and said, I will go with you. Eh, I just read that. But Two Eyes knew what was in Three Eyes' mind and drove the goat into high grass and said, We will sit down and I will sing something to you, Three Eyes. Three Eyes sat down and was tired with the walk and with the heat of the sun, and Two Eyes began the same song as before and sang, Three Eyes, Are You Waking? But then instead of singing, Three Eyes, Are You Sleeping? As she ought to have done, she thoughtlessly sang, Two Eyes, Are You Sleeping? And sang all the time, Three Eyes, Are You Waking? Two Eyes, Are You Sleeping? Now, if we know basic math, <laughs> this leaves one eye unaccounted for. Ah! <gasps> I was going to say, is she going to put herself to sleep? But no, that's actually very clever. Then two of the eyes, which three eyes had, shut... <laughs> Sorry, I've read the story before. <laughs> then two of the eyes, which three eyes had, shut and fell asleep. But the third, as it had not been named in the song, did not sleep. And that's exactly how sleeping works. Yes. <laughs> it is in Germany or whatever the fuck <laughs> these guys are. Anyways... It is true that Three Eyes shut it, but only in her cunning to pretend it was asleep, too. I don't know how she fucking sleeps, man. Uh, but it blinked and could see everything very well. And when Two Eyes thought that Three Eyes was fast asleep, she used her little charm, bleat my little goat bleat, cover the table with something to eat, and ate and drank as much as her heart desired, and then ordered the table to go away again. Bleat bleat my little goat, I pray, and take the table quite away. Shit's about to get real, don't worry. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know, it's been a lot of eyes and a lot of sleeping, but... <laughs> a lot of rhyming. <laughs> There's some goats. And Continue. <laughs> and three eyes saw everything. <gasps> then two eyes came to her and waked her and said, Have you been asleep, three eyes? You are a good caretaker. Come, and we will go home. I feel like that was sarcasm, but it didn't really read like it. That was very heavy sarcasm. <laughs> like your family's abusing I you know. i don't think you have room to be like you're a good caretaker 
I didn't know sarcasm existed in like 15th century Germany. <laughs> oh, it's always existed. Even Cain and Abel were like, oh, God loves you so much. <laughs> this is the kind of quality content you tune in on off weeks for. And when they got home, <laughs> two eyes again did not eat. And three eyes said to the mother, now I know why that high minded thing there does not eat. When she is out, she says to the goat. Mm. Jesus. Again, big words coming from someone with three eyes. <laughs> when she is out, she says to the goat. Bleat, my little goat, bleat. Cover the table with something to eat. And then a little table table appears before her, covered with the best of food, much better than anything we have here. And when she has eaten all she wants, she says, Bleat, bleat, my little goat, I pray, and take the table quite away. And all disappears. I watched everything closely. She put two of my eyes to sleep using a spell. I don't think it was a spell. Three eyes. Uh, by using a spell, but luckily the one in my forehead kept awake. It's not how sleeping works. Gotta find your strength. Then the envious mother cried. I don't know how many eyes the mother has. I don't know if I mentioned this, but they never I, specified. No, I was going to ask that. I'm assuming it's not two. <laughs> I'm assuming it's like three. Eight. And also, where's their dad? Is their dad a cyclops? How many eyes does their dad have? Maybe. How do twins work? <laughs> That's a callback from like a month ago. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, this is where you're not going to like it. Okay. The en oh, yay. The envious mother cried, do you want to fare better than we do? The desire shall pass away. And she fetched a butcher's knife and thrust it into the heart of the goat, <gasps> which fell down dead. I'm leaving. <laughs> take, it up with, take it up with resident Canadian Sadie. You didn't tell me this story Sadie. was going to involve goat murder. I didn't know you were so attached to goats. <laughs> I love goats. When Two Eyes saw that, she went out full of trouble, seated herself on the ridge of grass at the edge of the field, and wept bitter tears. Suddenly the wise woman once more stood by her side and said, Two Eyes, why are you weeping? Have I not reason to weep? she answered. The goat which covered my table for me every day when I spoke your charm has been killed by my mother. This makes me think that the goat dresses up like a waiter and, like, sets the table. <laughs> uh, the goat which covered oh. my table for me every day when I spoke your charm has been killed by my mother. And now I shall have to bear hunger and want. The wise woman said, Two eyes, I will give you a piece of good advice. Ask your sisters to give you the entrails of the slaughtered goat and bury them in the ground in front of the house, and your fortune will be made. That's ominous. There's like two pages left. It's going to be fine. <laughs> then she vanished, and two eyes went home and said to her sisters, Dear sisters, do give me some part of the goat. I don't wish for what is good, but give me the entrails. You know, that's a delicacy in some places, two eyes. <laughs> goat entrails? Nope. I guess in, like, certain Wiccan communities, but... Oh, probably. Then they laughed and said, if that's all you want, you can have it. And then I assume they throw it at her. Whatever. <laughs> and it hits her in the face. Yep. So two eyes took the entrails and buried them quietly in the evening in front of the house door. Weird way to phrase it. As the wise woman had counseled her to do. Next morning, when they all awoke and went to the house door, there stood a strangely magnificent tree with leaves of silver and fruit of gold hanging among them, so that in all the wide world there was nothing more beautiful or precious. They did not know how the tree could have come there during the night, but Two Eyes saw that it had grown up out of the entrails of the goat, for it was standing on the exact spot where she had buried them. Then the mother said to One Eye, Climb up, my child, and gather some of the fruit from of the tree for us. When I climbed up, but when she was about to get hold of one of the golden apples, the branch escaped from her hands, and that happened each time. 
so that she could not pluck a single apple, no matter how hard she tried. Then said the mother, Three eyes, you climb up with your three eyes. <laughs> then the mother said, How is three eyes going to help? <laughs> better depth perception, I guess. <sighs> then the mother said, Three eyes, you climb up. You with your three eyes can look about you better than one eye. One eye slipped down and three eyes climbed up. Three eyes was not more skillful, and though she tried, the golden apples always escaped her. At length, the mother grew impatient and climbed up herself, but could not get a hold of the fruit, or but could get a hold of the fruit no better than one eye and three eyes, for she always clutched at empty air. It's a depth perception problem. It's definitely a depth perception thing. Then said two eyes, I will just go up, perhaps, and I may succeed better. The sisters cried, you indeed with your two eyes. What can you do? <laughs> grab things like a normal person perceive space it's a weird thing to be racist about yeah i know <laughs> but two eyes climbed up and the golden apples did get out of her way but came into her hand of their own will so that she could pluck them one after the other and brought a whole apron full down with her the mother took them away from her and instead of treating poor two eyes any better for this she and one eye and three eyes were only envious because two eyes alone had been able to get the fruit, and they treated her still more cruelly. It's like <sighs> shitty Cinderella. This is depressing. It so happened that once, when they were all standing together by the tree, a young knight came up. Quick, two eyes, cried the two sisters. Creep under this, and don't disgrace us. Creep under what? Did I miss it? Mm, oh, hold on. And with all speed, they turned an empty barrel, which was standing close by <gasps> oh. the tree, over poor two eyes. Oh my god. And then they pushed the golden apples which she had been gathering up under it too. Sisters are the worst. Yep. I don't have any sisters. <laughs> Mine doesn't listen to this. She's fine. <laughs> when the knight came near nearer, he was a handsome lord. I don't know if he wasn't a handsome lord before he approached. It was just worded really <laughs> weird. Uh, he was a handsome lord who stopped and admired the magnificent gold and silver tree and said to the two sisters, To whom does this fine tree belong? Anyone who would bestow one branch of it on me might in return ask it might in return for it ask whatsoever he desired. Then one eye and three eyes replied that the tree belonged to them and that they would give him a branch. They both took great trouble, but they were not able to do it, for the branches and fruit both moved away from them every time. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> this is very satisfying. Then said the knight, It is very strange that the tree should belong to you and that you should still not be able to break a piece off. This also feels like kind of sarcasm a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> That's just weird. They again asserted that the tree was their property. While they were saying so, two eyes rolled out a couple of golden apples from under the barrel to the feet of the knight, <laughs> for she was vexed with one eye and three eyes for not speaking the truth. You goddamn liars. Wait, that's like the thing like, oh, you're lying. Not the years of abuse and starvation. I mean, a... Uh, uh, fifth party has been involved so yeah uh uh hold on a four five seven seven like a ninth eye is now involved <laughs> i love that you had to stop and count i don't know how many eyes the mom has <laughs> when the knight saw the apples he was astonished and asked where they came from one eye and three eyes answered that they had another sister who was not allowed to show herself for she had only two eyes like any common person like and i and presuming the lord that is sitting there. Yeah, it doesn't specify the eye count on normal people in this story. <laughs> the knight, however, desired to see her with his two fucking eyes and cried, <laughs> two eyes, come forth. 
Then two eyes quite comforted came from beneath the barrel, and the knight was surprised at her great beauty, of course, and said, you... Oh, that they haven't mentioned until now. Yeah. And said, you, because she has two eyes like a normal person. Um, <laughs> and God knows if you're different, it means you're ugly. Well, I mean, she was different from her family, so they considered her ugly. I think that's the moral of the story. Different from her family, but alike everyone else. I mean, her family sounds like a bunch of backwoods, like, inbred. <laughs> it's like the hills have eyes, people. The hills have two eyes. <laughs> the hills have one eye, two eye, and three eye. <laughs> Stop the podcast. We need to write a screenplay. <laughs> yeah, this was already written. It was called Cinderella. <sighs> she was blonde, so she was ugly to the rest of them, clearly. Uh, surprised at her great beauty and said, you, Two Eyes, can certainly break off a branch from the tree for me. Yes, replied Two Eyes, that I certainly shall be able to, for the tree belongs to me. And she climbed up and with the greatest ease broke off a branch with a with beautiful silver leaves and golden fruit and gave it to the knight. Then the knight said, Two Eyes, what shall I give you for it? Alas, answered Two Eyes, I suffer from hunger and thirst, grief and want from early morning till late night. If you would take me with you and deliver from me these thing deliver me from these things, I should be happy. So the knight lifted Two Eyes onto his horse and took her home with him to his father's castle, where he gave her beautiful clothes and meat and drink to her heart's content. And as he loved her so much, he married her, and the wedding was solemnized with great rejoicing. This also goes- I'm going back to, I love how his presents were clothes, meat, and drink. I mean- He's got his priorities straight, I take it. Uh, and now the story is going to take a very Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat turn. <laughs> oh no. When Two Eyes was thus carried away by the handsome knight, her two sisters grudged her good fortune in downright earnest. The wonderful tree, however, still remains with us, thought they, and even if we can gather no fruit from it, still everyone will stand still and look at it and come to us and admire it. Who knows what good things may be in store for us? Mm. But next morning the tree had vanished and all their hopes were at an end. <laughs> and when Two Eyes looked out of the window of her own little room to great delight, it was standing in front of it, and so it had followed her. Two eyes That's a good tree. Two eyes lived a long time in happiness. Once two poor women came to her castle and begged for alms. She looked into their faces and recognized her sisters, probably because of the lack of eyes. Uh, sisters, one eye extra, and three yeah. eyes, who had fallen into such poverty that they had to wander about and beg their bread from door to door. Two eyes, however, made them welcome and was kind to them and took care of them so that they both, with all their hearts, repented the evil that they had done to their sister in their youth. The end. Well, that was a nice ending, I guess. Again, it took a very Joseph and the Technical or Dreamcoat turn. <laughs> all it was missing that was a frame very job. very much feel like a weird cinderella yes um i don't know if three eyes i don't know if this predates cinderella i haven't seen the um brothers grim movie so i couldn't tell you i mean from my extensive listening of the myths and legends podcast it feels like just abuse of weird people in your family or non-weird people in this case is a common theme yeah it's like a reverse fairy tales. it's like a reverse fratellis from the goonies <laughs> anyway so that was the first installment of emily's fairy tale theater and that was delightful um it felt good i felt good <laughs> that voice is... i just want more of these just so i can hear your uh, that voice is very voice. hard to do for that long <laughs> i imagine that is difficult to maintain um yeah i think the 
how it's it's short, but one of the next stories we'll read will be the mouse, the bird, and the sausage. I'm already on board. Uh, it's a page and a half if you have some time, but <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, thank you for listening to our first mini-sode. Yes. The next one will not be this relaxing, but uh, I'll come no, back to this. It's going to be about murder. It is. Well, this was also about That's some a murder. Teaser. Well, I was going to say if we are, if you continue to read Grimm's fairy tales, there's going to be a lot of murder on these mini little mini sods. I'll find some murder, but we're going to try to release more of these. It'll usually be different, but I have a feeling Grimm's is going to be an ongoing series. Yeah, we're going to try. We're going to try a few different things. It'll be fun. Anyway, I'm going to go eat some chicken strips. I'm going to go to bed. I hopefully can stop doing this voice. <laughs> Have a delightful evening, no, children. No, you're stuck in it forever now. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.